Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Hello! So we're on our part two of our two-part series with Sal. He's gonna die soon, 33. Yeah, so when he, like, came up with that name, 1 through 32 were obviously taken. Um, 33 is definitely not his age. Yeah, he, he wishes. I think... You have to multiply it by at least three or four to hit the actual age. This is part two of the interview with Sal. Uh, we delve into some of your, a lot of your questions here uh, towards the end of the show. He does some more BSing, and uh, the BSing is very, very important. Yeah, that's that's the integral part of the show that shows we care about him and not just his answers. You, the best part about this was actually getting into all the questions with him. Um, it did get him a little bit out of his element, I think. Uh, he was a great sport. He did answer all the questions that were that were posed. Grateful that he came on. It was a good time. Um, there, Sal and I have had a lot of history from the app. Um, we haven't always seen eye to eye. We've butt heads more times than I care to count. And uh, that's where we'll leave it. Go ahead and enjoy the second half of the interview with Sal. Ricky M asks, "Have you ever forgotten to add the crystals?" Inspired by Skids- yeah. Skid Skeet. I have. I should have asked Steve before I came on with this means because I have no, um, no idea. So I'm gonna say, I have absolutely forgotten to add the crystals because I have no idea what the hell that means. Was it crystal meth? No. I'll take, I'll uh, take no, that no. non-answer as a yes. <laughs> that that non-answer yeah, was a no I was comment. I've done that in quite a while. <laughs> Gigi wants to know with the impending threat of war with such an unstable nation like North Korea. Are you concerned that the application of U.S. naval forces in the Sea of Japan will make Kim Jong-un more likely to fire his believed nuclear weapons on the cities of Seoul or Seoul or Tokyo? Seoul Seoul or Tokyo, whatever. And do you think we should engage with China as an ally in this threat of North Korea hostilities? Yeah, man, they had the Olympics in Seoul, Korea, man. You don't know know about Seoul? Um, Yeah. Does it worry me? Does it concern me? I mean, it's like me worrying about the Raiders playing on the other side of the country. I'm nowhere near where that's happening. Um, now, I listen, I don't like, I I think that we're in the unfortunate position of being the United States and being a superpower for whatever's left of, of what being a superpower is. And, and we have to, we have to keep people in line. It's, it's, such a crazy time that we live in now and you george being a marine and i don't know if uh if jason ever served in any form of the military not even not even in the boy scouts wait i was a boy scout not even he wasn't even a wee blow at any point no no wait i was a boy scout and honestly i tried to sign up for the air force but they found out i have asthma and they kicked me out so i tried to serve the country but they they didn't want me take a walk wheezy yeah, exactly. Wheezy. Thank you. I now have a nickname for Jason. So, Wheezy. Uh, I, yeah, so uh, honestly, I went to I went to the recruiter's office. I got a good score on my ASFAB. I had my job picked out. I was going to be air traffic controller. I got married thinking we were going to, you know, be a military family. I went back to MEPS when my when it would line up where my boot camp would lead into my schooling. When I got back to MEPS, uh, I was there a day. They called me in the next morning. I think we're getting on the bus to go to, to boot camp. And they pulled me aside and they asked me about my asthma. When they did ask, I was honest. And boom, I was done. They said, see you later, Wheezy. Yeah, that's exactly what they said. <laughs> so I tried. Uh, I was going to have a good job. 
and uh, I got bounced out. So well, we thought you probably would have never met George, right? So look at you now. Yeah, yeah, I know. God, oh, I could have had a good yeah. job. And yeah, you know, yeah. Had a good popular host <laughs> co-host with me. <laughs> what do you mean? I get such quality people on our show. Well, thank you, George. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel it's ganging up on me. Uh, as far as this goes, <laughs> look, it's it's uh, it's obviously uh, complicated. So my answer with comp- with most complicated things is whatever Donald Trump wants to try, do the opposite. So I, I think as far wrong. as yeah he is wrong, but uh, I, no. I I think as far as as this uh, a pending war with uh with North Korea, I honestly as I feel as of right now, it's not going to happen because of China, and I think Ch- with China putting pressure on North Korea, I I think that will they're going to try to keep North Korea in line. And let's face it, if North Korea decides to do something stupid, we'll just wipe them off the planet. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll just wipe them off the planet, there'll be no more, and then we'll just go on as a peaceful, happy world. Doesn't Kim Jong-un remind you of that fat Asian kid all of us had in school that we used to pick on? And now that fast, he's getting even. He's getting even all of us. We all had one, right? Yes, we did. And we, we used to pick on him, and uh, this, this is our payback now. We all had one fat Asian kid, and we all had the one girl in ju- in like junior high that already had fucking huge boobs. Just one. Yeah, I married that. I married her. <laughs> I was gonna say I can. Re- I know George can. I can remember the girl's name from our school. I, I can, and I won't because I'm I- still friends with her on Facebook. Yeah, me too. So I won't say her name. <laughs> She, she's friends with a lot of my friends. <laughs> I won't say her name on here because I don't want to call her out like that. But yeah, we we all had one the one fat Asian kid. We all had the one uh, one chick that had, and now fucking the hormones and all the fucking food. Every kid has boobs, even yep. the even the boys. It's like it's fucking amazing. Every everybody. So the the, the girl that that was in my uh, junior high, she actually has a syndicated uh, radio show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's in like 47 or 48 different cities right now. So you grew up with this one. Wow. And here's the kick in the nuts. Uh, she lives in Melbourne. You grew up with her? I didn't grow up with her, but like we went to school together. Jessica, uh, my wife Jessica, she she knows her. And you're friends with her? On Facebook, absolutely. Why the fuck hasn't she been on the George podcast? George was definitely, he was definitely ignored by her in school. Oh, absolutely. So I came over to my, my the, the school I graduated from. I, I joined there in the 11th grade. We moved from Orlando to uh, Cocoa or Port St. John in the 11th grade. So I was only in the, the high school for two years. Uh, so I didn't I didn't know her. I didn't know a lot of people from that school, to be honest. I wasn't a very popular kid. I, I can't see why. So I, I, I was. I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. She's in 47 cities and you have less than 47 listeners. That's that, that is absolutely correct. That's- and he Definitely has, and he's never, never, never thought maybe he should see if we can get on so, or have her on. So I, I've thought about it, and then I realized who my co-host is. I'm like, yeah, no. I'd be totally nice to her. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I, I don't believe that for one second. I would be completely nice to her. I don't believe that for one second. All right, are, Sal, are, Sal, have I been nice to you? You've been nothing short of a gentleman, sir. Exactly, and she has tits. I'd be much nicer. <laughs> I'd be way nicer to her. Hi. Hi. New in the building? Yeah, I just moved in Monday. Oh, you like it so far? Mm-hmm. 
Everybody's been real nice. Well, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Ricky M, uh, one of his 1,000 questions, uh, is this sentence is false. Is it true or false? It's false. Is there, Ricky M asks again, is there anything we can possibly be 100% certain of? And I'll say yes, we are all going to die. Death, taxes, unless you're Al Sharpton, and I'm going to fuck up a name or or something during the podcast. I would agree with all those things and also that Ricky asks ridiculous questions. Yes. <laughs> Ricky M follows that up with, how do you know you aren't dreaming right this second? Sal, do you mind? Because um, I, was gonna... I, I'd have a lot more money in my pocket and uh, be slightly better looking. Well, I was going to ask if I can answer this for you, Sal. And my response was going to be, if you were dreaming, you wouldn't be dreaming of being on this shit show of a podcast. I definitely wouldn't have joined in my dreams. And I'm going to say, how do I know that I'm not dreaming? Because in a weird twist, I actually have pants on in my dreams. <laughs> awesome. George, don't get caught. I don't know what's going on at that table. but Hey, hey we, have our, we have two separate desks. He's got his own desk. I have mine. I don't go on his side of the table ever. Neil Nagel asks, oh, Neil Nagel 22, because the first 21 are taken. Absolutely. Who was your first ever fantasy football draft pick? His was Marshawn Lynch in 2013. Mine will make George happy. Let's see if George can guess who my very first, in 1994, my very first draft pick, it was Dan Marino. That is correct. I, I've heard you say that, that before. very first thing. Kind of cheating. Uh, you yeah, you said that before, and I, I, I remembered. Uh, piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> in, in, in 94, back when Sal was only 55. <laughs> Jason, I'm how about you? to do the math. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. Uh, Jason, how about you? Your Fuck. first ever draft, uh, fantasy draft pick. Fucked if I remember. Yeah, it's, it, it's been, it's been a long time. Uh, I, I cannot recall who my first ever, uh, draft pick was. It was oh, probably- good. Then I'll tell you that. I remember the first three from that draft. Go ahead. It was Dan Marino, Dan Marino, Herman Moore, and Thurman Thomas. Yep, you just showed your age. <laughs> <laughs> I met Thurman Thomas three years ago at Cooper's house. My first draft pick was Otto Graham. <laughs> My first draft pick was Don Hudson. <laughs> Have you kids ever heard of Bronco Nikursky? <laughs> we used to we used to take extra points if their leather helmets came off. <laughs> Oh, good God. Uh, hey, look, it's a question from Ricky M. Thank God we got a question from him tonight. Um, is time real or is it about or is it just something we made up? Well, we absolutely made it up. Time doesn't exist. No, time doesn't exist and the world is flat. Well, no, so time time doesn't exist. It's It's totally a calculation that we made up to, you know, to describe the distance between two points in history, right? Okay, Jason got serious whole, with that. My whole life is, my whole life has been fake. <laughs> uh, Gigi wants to know if I put water on, if I put water on the tile floor, which my grandmother then slips on and busts her head open, is it murder? Nope, manslaughter. I'm just saying, if she dies, then you know it's manslaughter. But if she doesn't, she's probably going to kill you. Is this is this uh, Gigi just trying to get some money from his grandmother so he can support that heroin addict? 
It might be. <laughs> and if his grandmother dies, who else is going to watch uh, midday soap operas with? <laughs> so did you see where I where I almost had Gigi convinced to take his uh, his mom, his sister, and his grandmother to Mons Venus in Tampa? No. I, I I had him convinced he was looking for a place to take them for uh for lunch when he came over to uh over to Tampa. <laughs> so I told him he should take them to Mons Venus. It's a really nice restaurant. Uh, they have all different types of seafood, and he didn't realize that it was a strip club. It's funny because I met his mom. Yeah, and his sister that was plenty of fish. I'm sure it's plenty of fish. <laughs> uh, seafood. They got crabs. They got lobster, tuna. Yeah. Guys, all the good stuff. You guys stepped all over my joke, damn it. No, I don't want to say it. Your again. joke wasn't funny, Jason. It really was. No, it wasn't. Uh, Gigi has probably the best question we've heard all night. Uh, he wants to know why Ricky M is so annoying. We answered it earlier. It's because uh, it's because he didn't. He grew up without a dad. Daddy issues. Yep. Right. Lack, lack of parental supervision. Uh, Yasin has a follow-up question. If Sal answered as him as his favorite Yasin, Ask him if he changes his mind, if he's reminded that he beat you twice, I think his only two losses in our league last year. Third, follow up and say, if he says I he is his favorite yes in, I copied and pasted this thing. It's a whole bunch of gibberish. <laughs> I longer favorite yeah. Yasin is I'm back to his favorite. If I remind him that he did end up winning first place overall, and I and he came in second. So what I think he's asking there in some kind of broken English is uh, he wants me to say that if you didn't say he was his favorite Yasin, is that because he beat your ass twice? And then he wanted me to follow up and say, um, can he be your famous Yasin favorite Yasin? If he reminds you that you were the champ and he was second. So, um, Yasin doesn't sleep much. I think we've all come to know that. And, uh, if you've ever had a one-on-one, uh, conversation with him, uh, like a FaceTime conversation or whatever that is, um, you could tell he doesn't sleep much, but, uh, so he wrote that conversation. He wrote that sentence probably when he was trying to sleep, but I don't, I don't remember him beating me twice. I do remember him giving me my first loss. And this was in the FLB, 60, 84, 96, however many teams that ended up being by the time it was done. 156 um, billion. 100 billion. So, Yasin, my favorite Yasin, no matter what happens, I let you win because you're the CEO. I mean, let's be realistic. And, uh, yeah, I was happy to come in first place and score the most points and then get eliminated in the first round of the friggin' playoffs. Great. So what it sounds like is you get eliminated in the playoffs quite a bit. Uh, every year that I don't win, yes. <laughs> hey, at least he's in the playoffs. Did, didn't you get eliminated in Flawful in the first round this year? I, first round or the second round? First. I yeah, I did get eliminated in the first round. Yep, after having the best record in the league yes, pretty much did. all year, right? Yes, you did. I was running I was running away with it. And then um, Eagles Nation had a good team, so he was the eventual champion. He ended up having a good run over three week period, and oh, don't don't use that I lost to the eventual champion bullshit excuse. George, God damn it, let me have it. <laughs> George uses that every year when I beat him. Oh, uh, that's not true. Um, all right. So the next question, Trade Fantasy asks: Do you have an uncle that lives in Yonkers that can take care of that thing for him? Apple <laughs> took his gun away, and he can no longer shoot insubordinate junkies like Gigi. So, David, uh, you come to me asking me for favors. 
my father lives in Yonkers. All right, so you say the word, we get that thing taken care of. All right? <laughs> Why do I feel like we've just been uh, implicated in something we shouldn't be implicated in? So if Gigi wants you his keep gr- your mouth shut. <laughs> if Gigi wants his grandmother put down, just make a phone call to Yonkers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, what we do is. You don't spill water on the floor. You accidentally leave the hose running. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop making fun of Sal. <laughs> JJK wants to know, who is the one player you will not draft in any league? Uh, his is Jeremy Hill. And that hurts me because, you know, I love Jeremy Hill, even though he underperforms to epic proportions every year. Um, for me, it's it's uh, if you want to go with a big-name guy and not chint out, it's Sammy Watkins. Can't trust him. Can't you know what yeah. I told I told George all year last year you can't he had him on his team he said I'm gonna play him I said don't play him he, I'm gonna play him don't play him I'm gonna play him don't look you're gonna play you're gonna play him for three weeks in a row and for three weeks he's gonna tease you but not give you shit and then you're gonna be pissed off and you're gonna sit him and then he's gonna blow up for thirty fucking points George what happened bud what you just described it happened to me the year before so I fucking know. So, but, but what he's not telling you is he was my flex. So I didn't mind starting him. My, my wide receiver one was Julio Jones. My wide receiver two was Antonio Brown. So I didn't mind putting. You got the uh, two man league going on over there? No, no, it was a 12 man league. I, 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 I <laughs> traded uh, Jacquez Rogers after a couple of really big games. And I also traded with him. Um, uh, what the hell is that shitty wide receiver for Oakland? Uh, Amari Cooper. Amari, Amari Cooper, Cooper. That's it. That's it. Yes. I, I traded Jacquez, uh Rogers and Amari Cooper for him. For Antonio Brown. Yeah, listen, I get it. I, I've never owned Watkins um, in any league ever, and I play in a lot of leagues. I just did a bunch of dynasty startups, and I refuse to pay the price for him. I cannot take him where he goes. The talent is there. That's that's not debatable. But uh, is he there? Uh, not, not half the time. So. No, no. Yeah, and, and Sammy Watkins, I picked them up off the waiver wire when somebody dropped them. So it's not like I traded for him. It just Jason kept telling me, you can't trust him, you can't trust him. I'm like, no, you can trust him. And he would go out and he would do okay, but nothing special. And then he would go out and do nothing. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to bench him. And then he would throw up 30 fucking points. I'm like, you son of a bitch. And every time he started him, there was at least two players on his bench that did way better. Yes, yes. So that's that's I told George over and over. Anyway, so for me, and and it's unfortunate the news came out today that Adrian Peterson signed with the Saints because I was actually going to say Ingram here because I never trust Ingram ever, and you know people keep taking him like he's going to do something, and the guy they don't run enough, so fucking stop picking that guy. I mean, listen, eventually he's going to get to the point where his value is just too good not to take. But the the, the one player I will not uh, draft in any league, oh, that's difficult because I, I like a lot of players. Um, For what he's going to cost me, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. Um, And that's it's not a knock on him. I just don't think he's going to be as productive as he was last year. Uh, He can't keep up that touchdown pace. And the cost that's going to cost to get him, I would not be willing to pay. It's going to be a second or a third round pick for him. And I wouldn't pay anything other than a fifth or a sixth round pick for him. Wow. If he's going to second or third round, I want to join that league. <laughs> uh, listen, people are going to look at what he, what he did last year. They're going to look at the amount of touchdowns he scored and think I can get him. And he's going to do the same thing. And he's just, he's not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, but he's, 
so touchdown dependent. Exactly. Exactly. He, he he's not going to outproduce what he did last year. He he's going to be a classic regression candidate, and I wouldn't want any, the the price it's going to cost me to get him. I won't I won't touch him. Well, look, he's going to be like and DeAndre Hopkins took like a a large steep incline from year to year. He's going to be like DeAndre Hopkins. Like everybody last year was putting DeAndre up in the first, you know, at the bend of first one and two. And you looked at that quarterback situation and you went, what the fuck are you guys looking at? Yep. He, DeAndre Hopkins was my uh, my bus candidate of the year last year and tooting my own horn here, but I got that one right. You <laughs> toot your own horn. Not I, the first I, 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 don't, I don't listen. Only eight people are going to hear it. And I don't toot my horn very often, but that one, I, I called that one last year in the preseason. He was my bus candidate of the year. And I honestly think we have tape of that because I think we both said the same thing. Yeah. All right. Next question is from Chai Ruxin. Chai Ruxin wants to know, boxers, briefs, or tidy whities I have not worn tidy whities since I was probably seven. Um, I wore boxers for most of my high school life and through my early 20s. I now I wear boxer briefs, or I guess you would call them jockey shorts, right? Um, and uh, I did see somebody wrote in, how come free bowling wasn't an option? And if it's if laundry's not done, I go there. So I, I have left the house. We're nothing but pants. You know who free balls? Me. People that stand to wipe their ass. That's not true. <laughs> Although when you're standing to wipe your ass, technically you're free balling. But. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's boxer briefs. You yeah. get the you get the freedom of boxers, but you know the snugness of briefs. Exactly. Neil P. <laughs> asks. Will you suck more dick at one time than Darth Peachy last week or in a couple weeks ago? <laughs> I don't know if you heard that or not, but uh, Darth Peachy said he'd suck a hundred dicks. Uh yeah, uh, I definitely can't compete with him. He <laughs> he like when he does things, he's a champion in his field, and I wouldn't even want to try to compete with a a, a yeah. man of his stature. No, I, yep, completely agreed. Not not trying to compete. That's a that's a trophy he can have all to himself. <laughs> Can we make him a champion? Can we make him a championship dick sucker trophy? Listen, we can send him a potato. <laughs> it says championship dick sucker on it. Okay, we'll delete this out, and then I want you to get his address. I, why? We can have the potato to him before this releases. There you go. All right, championship <laughs> DP, you're getting something in the mail. Uh, I just hope his kids don't get the mail. <laughs> and then Jetty asks why you uh, why you abandoned him and Ricky M. Uh, boys looking at mirror. I would have said that I just can't admit publicly that my son was a male cheerleader and jumped out of a moving car and broke his arm. <laughs> I believe I can fly. What would a podcast be without Sal singing? You got me singing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to sing us out? See, and we, we we don't even discourage it on this podcast like like those other guys on that other shit show. Steve loves it. Kevin's jealous. <laughs> You you wanna you wanna sing us out today? Anything but Jimmy Buffett. Sure. Good. No, Jason loves Jimmy Buffett. So if you could give a little Jimmy Buffett, he would love it on the outro. Oh, don't. all right. Well, well, when we get there, you let me know. Okay. All right, all right. Um, uh, the the Omega Ginger. He he, he wants. I'm, to... I'm glad you read that because dirty words were coming up in my the like that. I know it's not in there, but I my mind was just going wrong with that ginger. Like anyway, go ahead. I'll continue. Thank you. Uh he wants to know if I still have a man crush on Eddie Lacy this year. I didn't know I ever had a man crush on him, but uh, sure, why not? 
Uh, That's the worst man to crush on. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he likes cheeseburgers. So, I mean, I like cheeseburgers. I'm good with this. I like some China food. DP wants to know... Okay, so DP's Darth Paikai, if you don't know. DP wants to wants you to rank your top seven offensive rookies in the 2017 class. So, Elliot, what do you think? I'm stupid? We're in a dynasty league together, right? The rookie draft, the rookie auction's coming up. What are you taking me for a fool? I don't live out there on the West Coast. <laughs> All right? I'm from the Northeast. We know what's going on over here. So, what, so what, I'll just say this. What, what do you want to ask me, George? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, listen, we all know who the top rookies are, right? The guys I like the most, I, Christian McCaffrey's my favorite running back in the draft. I like him over Fournette and over Cook. Um, and I, I like him over Mixon also because I don't know that Mixon's going to have, you know, not have issues or get, you know, what situation he's going to land in. I really like Carlos Henderson. There's not, you know, again, you could get him a little bit lower than you'll get. Uh, Corey Davis and, and Mike Williams. So I like Carlos Henderson and I like Kareem Hunt and I like all the, the tight ends in this draft. We know tight ends my favorite position. So I really like what I've seen out in Juku and, uh, and, and Evans and, and, and uh, Evan Ingram and, um, and of course OJ Howard. So those are the guys I'll be looking at because they're going to be a little bit less expensive than going for the guys that are all look, you know, talking about going one, two, three, four, and five. So. So what I was going to say is what you should have done is take this opportunity to give him seven rookies that you really don't like. So Juju Schuster, <laughs> D.D. Westbrook, no, those are <laughs> Coop, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, man, you gotta you gotta like the uh, the the random white wide receiver, you know, you never know. <laughs> hey, I mean, he went to USC. I mean, what's not to like? All right, DP wants to know how do you take your coffee. Uh, I get my coffee every single morning, medium coffee. So I guess that's 16 ounce and uh, milk and three Splenda. Three what? Splenda. You know what Splenda is? Oh, okay. Splenda. No. Yeah. No, listen, dude, between your accent and, 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 and saying it, I, I didn't get it, but the, I don't drink coffee. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Now what do you drink in the morning? You have tea? No, I have water. In the morning, you have water? Water and a Mountain Dew. In the morning, you have the Mountain Dew? Yeah, get to work. So, at our work, we have a... It's like walking into a convenience store. And instead of coffee, I get a little 12-ounce Mountain Dew and a water. Um, I I don't know about that Mountain Dew in the morning, but... It's substitute for my coffee. I just need the caffeine to help me wake up. You almost sound like an old New York Jewish mother. In in the morning, you have the coffee? <laughs> you have the Mountain Dew? In the morning? Georgie, Georgie. In the morning? George, you need to get some of that orange juice. Uh, I take my coffee rectally. Does you, that take mo- you take more than just coffee rectally, Jason. Well, coffee enema. It wakes you up. It's hot. Nice and fresh. Uh, Trade Master wants to know, how often do you have sex dreams about Gigi? Are you the power bottom, or does he roll over like the Dolphins do twice a year against the Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just want to clarify. Um, I just want to clarify. Other than last year, we've the last three years we've split the season series with the Patriots. Thank you. What I do, and like, I split. I, I do like that Landry said sometimes that. Sometimes on top. Oh, go ahead and say that again. I, I stepped on you. Say it again. I said, yeah, it's all right. I said, so I split my dreams with, with Gigi that sometimes I'm top, sometimes I'm bottom. 
<laughs> I do like that Landry came out and said that they're going to sweep the Patriots, and the Patriots haven't been like swept by somebody in the the AFC East in something some insane like fourteen or fifteen years. What what do you expect them to say though? We're going to come out and lose to the Patriots? Well, at least I'd know he was realistic. I mean, no. I mean, yeah, I like that. I like it. Talk shit, right? Exactly, George. What do you go? Let me come out and say, well, we respect them, and we know that nobody's done it. Screw you, Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just waiting for Brady's arm to fall off. It's coming. It's coming quicker than it did with Manning. Another five years. No, I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got two years left in him. To be honest, I know he says he wants to play for another five, but I don't. I don't see him playing more than two. I think he's gonna. Dude, he's he's almost as old as you are, Sal. He's gonna get injured. His body's not gonna heal like it used to. I'm insulted. Uh, Trade Master wants to know who's your favorite centaur not named Nictar. Uh, I, I think that's actually pretty easy for me. Uh, Whip. Amen. Uh, yeah, Whip. Whip and I hang out in the MMA chat. We talk a lot of MMA when uh, we get along really well, and um, I think he's a Raider fan, also. So, so that I didn't know about Whip. I knew about the the MMA and all that, but I didn't know he was a Raider fan. That's disappointing. No, that's not. I'm pretty I mean, sure you, he's a Raider fan. Yeah. You, you can be a Raider fan from anywhere. Hawaii, New York, it doesn't matter. You know what the best thing about this is? You got your Boston memory with being down 3-0 and then winning against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I have a Super Bowl victory memory of absolutely dominating. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we, with their coach. <laughs> we, whooped, we whooped Oakland's ass so bad they haven't been right since. This is true. Hey guys, listen, listen, listen. Come in here, come in here. Listen, I understand that that guy who's coaching the other team completely designed this offense. So <laughs> to fool him, we're not going to change anything. Not even the audible. Let's <laughs> just line up and run the offense that that guy created. It was what could go wrong. It, he created such a great offense. We're not going to change it at all. It got us here. Let's go with what got us here, guys. They'll never, they will never suspect us running the same offense. They'll be like, that. what they're going to do is think that I'm a smart coach and change everything up. So what we're going to do is we're going to surprise them and we're going to play it exactly the same way he would have played it. Use the same formations, everything. Nothing changes. Uh, I will forever, forever remember John Lynch going, everything that that we're telling us, they're doing they're doing exactly what he tells us to do. And on the sidelines, they have a video clip of him talking. It might have been Derek Rook who he's talking to. And I'm just going, this is this is unbelievable. This is crazy. Six interceptions, I'm pretty sure, Gannon's really like that. <laughs> yeah, that, was, was a, it, that it, was a colossal nightmare. Yeah, that was a brutal, brutal, brutal matchup. So you mentioned John Gruden, or not uh, Not John Gruden, I'm sorry, John Lynch. What what do you think about him going to San Francisco as their GM? I know we talked about it extensively with DP a couple episodes ago, but uh, I wanted to get your your opinion on it. Yeah, I mean, John Lynch seems to be like a, a, a knowledgeable, intelligent football guy. Um, and I think he's going to try to build the, the team from defense first. And, uh, you know, the old saying defense wins championships, and the defense definitely won Tampa that championship. So they brought in, they brought in a... Uh, a great offensive mind to work with him in Shanahan. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to reverse that order. Shanahan brought in Lynch. They hired the coach before 
before John Lynch came on. That's your first red flag. Well, but I don't think that Shanahan had a say in, in who the general manager was going to be. Whatever the case is, the two of them are there together. So you got a guy who played and, and was part of one of the better defenses in in the history of the league, and you got a guy who's coming off of having uh, just coached one of the best offenses in the league last year. And uh, I don't think that anything will happen in the first year or two, but I think if they let those guys stay there for a couple of years, and I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that teams make in the NFL these days is just not waiting long enough. Just look at Pittsburgh and look at the longevity that Pittsburgh has. You know, and, and guys, I look at uh, New England. Obviously, they, they haven't had a problem since Belichick's there, so there's been no reason to get rid of them. But you've got to let people go in there and build a system and, and, and build a group of, of people that, that buy into that. So both of those guys got decent contracts. Let's see, uh, let's see two or three years from now. I think it's fun when San Francisco is good. Uh, they're great historical team, so I think he'll do well. Yeah, I, I, I agree kind of with what you said there, but I, I also agree with what Jason brought up a couple of weeks ago where John Lynch has never actually had to negotiate a contract. He's never had to scout any players. He, he, he's got no experience as a GM or even in positions under the GM to come right in and take over the GM duties. I, I don't want to see it fail. I don't want to see John Lynch fail, but if it does, and if he does, it wouldn't surprise me just due to his lack of experience in the position and the duties that he but has. Joe, you, know, you know what happens in situations like that, George, is they bring in a guy like that because he'll get, he's will get he got the ability to get players to want to come play for him, right? And they surround him with other people who know how to do that. So I'm going to give you an example here in New York. They brought Chris Mullen back to coach St. John's. St. John's uh, basketball back when I was growing up in, in the 80s and in, and in the early 90s, they were a, a force in NCAA basketball, right? And they've been a joke. They lose the New York players. I mean, some of the best players in the country come out of New York, and none of them stay here to play. And they brought Chris Mullen in. And the first thing they went out and did was got the best assistant coach available in the country to come coach alongside of him. So I don't know that, that John Lynch is going to be alone having to make those decisions. So, yeah, I understand definitely what you're saying, and, and he gets to make the final decision, but I think that they've probably surrounded him by guys in the background that you won't necessarily know, but know how to take care of those things. They know how to take care of cap issues and, and write contracts and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm just a big fan of not giving a guy a job before he earns it. You know, going from a player to the booth to a GM is a giant leap for an organization, and I think it's something a bad team gambles on to see if they can strike gold. As a Tampa fan, I can spot a bad team making a desperation move. I like the Shanahan hire. I do. I like Shanahan as a coach. I think he'll he's going to be really good there, but the stuff John Lynch doesn't know about being a GM is going to hurt them, I think. One other case in sports, though, I know that it happened with a manager, not a general manager, but in baseball. Do you remember when Arizona won a World Series? Who did they beat, George? No comment. No, they beat the Yankees. Uh, they, beat, they beat the Yankees in 2001. I didn't remember uh, that. Bob That's Bradley, why I said no comment. <laughs> I didn't remember. Bob Bradley was the was the sports broadcaster for the the Arizona Diamondbacks, and he was very critical of them the, You know, in the previous year, and, and they gave him a job. And he went on and won the World Series as manager of that team. So, well, you can be a manager. Again. You can be a manager and manage day to day team decisions as far as who plays and who doesn't. And should they bunt or should they swing away or should you know? 
who's going to at changing pitchers. I mean, you know, we all think we know enough football to be a coach. None of us think we're good enough to be a GM. Uh, you've never seen me play Madden, sir. My my team is pretty stout. <laughs> I can negotiate those contracts and tread them away like nobody's business. I mean, if we all ran football teams, we'd all have the best free agents every year because we're all pining for guys. And GMs have so much more to take in it, in, into account. And I, John Lynch is a smart guy, but I, I just I, I I struggle with the idea that that's going to work out. And I think recent history is on my side as far as what that ownership group's decisions have been. Listen, why why wouldn't you want to get rid of Jim Harbaugh when you could bring in Jim Tomsula? Exactly. I mean, why wouldn't oh, you do Tom that? Sula. I mean, that's a no brainer decision right there. That guy was in over his head, boy. Oh, yeah, he was. I, I actually felt bad for him, but then I realized, you know, he was getting paid pretty decent, and I was like, you know what? I don't feel bad for him anymore. Look, we did it twice in a row. I mean, we we took – we were scared to death somebody was going to take Raheem Morris from us. We promoted him from backfield coach to defensive coordinator, and in the same in the same offseason made him head coach. Desperate. And then we turned around because he was so lax on the players – and uh, we'd have to send cars for, for players to actually show up to practice. Our ownership was so pissed off about that, we went and got the biggest asshole in the league, Greg Schiano. Desperate. And I think that's what this is. This is just desperate. Anyway, uh, we went down a way... Yeah, way too... <laughs> I think we can all agree that was way too much 49ers talk. I, I was just curious about John Lynch. And you said there wasn't going to be any. I, I did say that. Uh, I lied. What? Fuck you, Sumi. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ! We, we are we are now an hour and thirty three minutes in, and that was our first fuck you, Corey. Hey Sal, what up? You got you got anything you want to say to Corey? Corey, I'd like to say from the bottom of my heart, sir, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Beautiful. And the streak continues. <laughs> Two drink men wants to know: Are you recording right now or done? We're done. When you hear this, we're done. Yeah, yeah we're, we're we've d- been done for an hour now. He also wants to know. Favorite concert you went to, and how old were you? Yeah, I had an a, a older brother who was four years older than me that used to take me to every and any concert I wanted to go to as long as I got the tickets. So back in the day, uh, you didn't buy tickets online. You went and waited online. So we had a, a, a video store. So guys, that people out there don't know what those are either. It was uh, Video Plus, and they used to have a ticket master inside, and they were basically – right at the end of my block and i would go and sleep outside of that ticket master overnight and be the first person online for every concert and as long as i did that my brother would take me to anything so my favorite one and i was i was young it was probably 1990 you weren't young then no it was even before <laughs> that it was, it was it was actually like 1987 or 1988 because I was in middle school, actually, George, and Guns N' Roses were, were new. Oh. So the concert was held at Giant Stadium. Opening band was Guns N' Roses. Second band was Deep Purple, and Aerosmith was the headliner. And that show was tremendous. And uh, if you know Deep Purple, who's even before my time, but they it was kind of like a comeback thing. They have a song called Smoke on the Water. When they played that song, somebody set an entire section of seats on fire at Giant Stadium. <laughs> the whole section went up. People were running and diving onto the field. The field was general admission, and people were just diving over the side, you know, onto the field to get away from the fire. But, yeah, I was probably 13, and my brother would take me everywhere. My brother was awesome. When I was I was 16, my brother took me to Daytona for spring break. 
Uh, he was he was great. And it, I don't say he was. He's still alive. I don't want to say like he's dead, but he's older now, <laughs> older than me. So he's not as great as he used to be. But yeah, so that was definitely my favorite concert. Interesting. Very I, interesting. I would have bet money on Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them live. Although it was 1988, I was in it was in eighth grade when uh, License to Ill came out. Jay Ward wants to know what your favorite non-pornographic magazine is. I mean, I don't know that I actually read one. Yeah, I don't really read magazines either. I do have a a prescription that comes to the house for my son, uh, which is called Scout Life because he's into the Boy Scouts. Wait, they sell pills now? Yes. Um. You, so, said, you said prescription. He, he did say prescription, right, Jason? I did I say prescription? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm multitasking over here. Subscription. subscription. My favorite you. subscription. Uh, we'll go with Scout Life because that's the only one I know that comes to my house. The only one I've ever in recent times subscribed to was ESP in the magazine. I got a deal for like $3 a year, and I bought it for three years just so I could have Insider. Yeah, that was a good deal. You're right. I remember I had that for a period of time. You could you get access to the inside if you put the code from the front of your uh, your address thing on there. I remember that. But I, I think we still get – I actually started getting Sports Illustrated again recently. I don't know how. Uh, randomly, magazines just start showing up at my house, and currently Sports Illustrated comes here. And I always look at the cover, and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And I never read it. Remember back I don't the- think anybody reads magazines. Remember back in the day when you had to go to the store and you just looked at all the magazines just because you were there and they had all the cards inside for like a free trial and you'd rip the cards out and then you'd fill it out and then you'd send it to your neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, that and the, uh, the, the, the CDs. Remember the CD club? Yes. Columbia House? Oh, Columbia BM- House. BMG. Columbia House and BMG. Yeah, I had Columbia House. Yep. Oh, we're we're showing our age. This is pathetic. Yeah, you guys ain't that young either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next question is from Whip, and he asks, "What is your favorite Power Ranger?" Uh, I go and say that Whip is my favorite centaur outside of Nick Tar, and uh, he asked me a question about Power Rangers, which was definitely like after my time. Like Power Rangers, I was graduated and out of high school, but so I'll go with the Green Ranger. I had a nephew that used to watch it, and I think I used to like the Green. What color was Tommy? This is oh wait a minute! Don't no. ask us names. Come on, we're not that much younger than you, man. <laughs> this is easy, and and you failed a hundred percent. You know what the you know what the best White Power Ranger? No, you know what the best Power Ranger was? The girl Power Ranger, the pink one. Oh, the pink one. Yeah, I don't care what color she was. It was a girl in a in a sea of dudes. The girl is the best. She was wearing tight skinned clothing. I mean, she's she, wearing spandex. She had a mask on. She looked like the kid. That's okay. What if she had a face that required a mask? I Sal, mean, Sal's like, Sal's like, you know, the one dude, he had the long flowing hair and I kind of liked him. He was hot. <laughs> yeah, I never said he had long flowing hair, you sick monkey. <laughs> uh, oh, this, so, is, this is great. So Whip asks, taco or burger? Burger, because I'm an American, right? And you got to eat a nice, big, juicy burger. But I love Mexican food, so I'm not averse to a taco. But if it's going to be a choice between the two of them, it's definitely burger. I say, I feel like this is a, another one of those questions where the correct answer is, why not both? Well, if you had to choose, yeah. I'm, taking, Ta- I'm taking taco. If I had to choose, I'm going to go. I, I love a good, a good cheeseburger. So I'll take a cheeseburger over a, a taco. Uh, uh, Whip wants to know, Vegas trip? Is he inviting me? Like, does he have a place for me to stay? I, I, 
I don't know, but I mean, I can't imagine it cost a whole lot to stay in Vegas. You did say you did say he was a Raiders fan too. Maybe he's inviting you to a game. Could be. I think that's what he's doing. So I will. I have never been to Vegas. Um, so I will wait till they officially move there, and I will absolutely go and take in a game. We're thinking about doing a big uh, falafel meetup, or even just fantasy life app meetup in Vegas at some point. So uh, maybe when the when the Raiders make their way over. That's going to be in what two years, I think. Yep. And then the next year they're moving to Hoboken. <laughs> they're, they're, that's right over the. That's right through the tunnel. They're going to move to San Antonio. <laughs> oh my God, Hoboken would be awesome. Oh, good God! Just what New York needs another team. Two Drink wants to know your go-to food or drink. So is that going to be? what my favorite food would be like um, if, if I had my choice of anything to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. I'm chicken Parmesan all day. Smothering cheese. Love a good thick piece of chicken Parmesan and, uh, and drink. I'm a beer guy. I don't drink really any other hard liquor. Uh, so beers and, uh, I'm easy going on beers. Corona's. I like, uh, shark lager or whatever the hell that stuff is called, which is Jimmy. Is that Jimmy Buffett's? Beer, it's uh, Jason. Mar- I don't know. Margaritas. I he has- <laughs> Margaritaville. Yeah. No, I think he. I think he. I think it comes from his company. That the, the shark lager is a is made by his his brand. So no very, wonder very it's so shitty. <laughs> uh, my my go to food, like I said, I, I love a good burger. Um, you can never go wrong with with a good burger. Uh, go to drink. If I'm out drinking socially, it's everybody knows it's it's a Long Island iced tea. Um, and we've but, already seen the pictures of that. Yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that was a good night too. Um, if we're just at a restaurant and I'm not having a Long Island iced tea, uh, my go to drink is probably going to be water. Uh, for food, chicken wings, man. I could eat chicken wings a million different ways. And then favorite drink is Red Bull and vodka. And if it's non-alcoholic, then Diet Coke. So bad for you. So is Mountain Dew, though. But so guy drinks Mountain Dew at six six a.m. in the morning. He's talking about hell out of here. Well, he's talking like he's talking like uh, fucking chicken wings and burgers and and uh, chicken parms, all that good for you. I mean, it's not like we're talking health food here. This is true, but I just the aspartame. That's all. Just saying, aspartame not good for you. Nah, we're all gonna die of cancer eventually. <laughs> so you might as well enjoy life. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, Whip wants to know what fighting styles are you proficient in? Uh, well, I, so yeah, I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. I had an uncle growing up who was actually I was closer to him than my dad. He was he was a former minor league baseball player, and he had three daughters. So I was like his his son. He would take me everywhere, and he boxed. So uh, he trained me to he trained me for two years box in golden gloves of which i did not want to do i did not want to go fight in the golden gloves and uh luckily i never actually ended up having a bout but um i i did train in boxing for two years i did take ta- taekwondo for a few years when i was in high school and uh i took kempo for for a while as well so you know if i have to smack steve around i can do it <laughs> I, I, I get the feeling that that's not very hard to do i don't i don't see steve putting up much of a fight at all and I, if, if there was one I'd have to choose that I haven't uh, ever done, I would love to to learn uh, Muay Thai or, or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, obviously. I'm a big MMA fan. 
as you know. So those are those are two that I would love to get some time to train in. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was working with the sheriff's office, I was in charge of well, we call it the cert team, and that's basically it's the group that when an inmate does doesn't do what you want them to, or you have to go in and forcefully uh, remove them from a cell or something like that. Um, they would call us and whenever we did our training, we did a lot of ground fighting. Um, just a lot of it. And with my background in the Marine Corps, uh, we learned a lot of ground fighting there as well. There's no specific title for it. It's not like Muay Thai. It's not like, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. It's just basically ground fighting. And, and I'm, I'm pretty proficient in that. Um, Jason, yeah, I, I would I, want to mess with you. I, Jason, I get the feeling you're not proficient in any type of fighting whatsoever. Uh, listen, I fight with the wife over the remote. Every <laughs> fucking night. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? I constantly win. I am proficient in remote fighting. <laughs> um, hey, George, I, I noticed you skipped a question. He did. Which question did I skip? He says, so, we'll circle back. We'll circle oh, back to oh, from two, two drinks. Two yeah, drink I, minimum. I, did, I did skip a question. I didn't even notice that. Yep, two drink minimum wants to know if you can only route. Learn to spell two drink minimum. If you can only root. If, if you can only root for one team, any sport, for the rest of your life, all others are dead to you, which team would it be? So that's actually very easy for me. It's the New York Yankees. So I am not more well to any team than I am to the New York Yankees. So I am a bigger football fan than I am a baseball fan, so that might not make sense to people, but I don't have a greater connection to any team than I do the Yankees. So uh, but I think maybe it's a, maybe it's a fantasy aspect of football, that I've gotten so into fantasy football and, and I follow so many different teams and players and stuff like that. But uh, the Yankees are on my team. I've been a fan through some terrible, terrible times. As a Yankee fan, I, I'm not one of these spoiled guys who only know the winning of the 90s. Uh, I was with those teams in the 80s and the early 90s. The team was terrible. So I could easily watch the Yankees for the rest of my life. And baseball is boring to most people, but I could sit down and watch that anytime. I, I agree with you. My team that I would be, you know, the only sport I would ever want to watch would be baseball. It would be the Red Sox. Um, that's I, I'm loyal to the Red Sox more so than, than – uh, any baseball or basketball team that I'm a fan of. So I'm going to say the Buccaneers growing up. We didn't have any, I, I grew up here in Florida. We didn't have a team to latch onto in baseball. Like I did the bucks. Um, so I latched onto them pretty hard and I have to be a diehard cause they were fucking awful for, they've been awful most of my life with a short period of being decent. Um, but God, I can't believe you guys selected baseball. I, I just it's, can't yeah, look. I get it, but God, it's an awful you, sport. You, you got to look at the the cities we're from. He's from New York. I, I'm from the greater Boston area. Um, it, those are, it's just a different world. Honestly, it is. You go to New York, you're either a Yankees fan or you're a Mets fan. And you go over to the greater state of Boston or the greater state of Massachusetts. And the closer you get to Boston, it's all about the Red Sox. It's all about the Red Sox. Baseball is not dead in those states. Uh, whatever. No, baseball's a regional sport, right? And in the regions where it's strong, it's strong. Jason, do you own a, a creamsicle-colored jersey that you sleep in? I do have a creamsicle-colored jersey. Unfortunately, I'm too fat for it. <laughs> um, but, 
<laughs> but no, I I uh, I have been a fan since the Creamsicle before. Well, not before the Creamsicle days, but before the current uh, current couple sets of jerseys, the current logos. So I will give Jason a little credit here. He actually has a Cameron Brake jersey, and he got that last year before Cameron Great Cameron Brake was even remotely relevant. Yeah, I, so no, I'm a diehard. I, I, I give I give him a little bit of credit with his bucks. Here's the problem with the Cameron Brake jersey, and I love that I have the Cameron Brake jersey, but. Fuck that dude's one injury away from like never being relevant ever again, and I like him. But it, I I do that with jerseys all the time. I find a guy I really like. I think he's going to be good, and and uh, I guarantee you next this this coming up year you'll never hear his fucking name. Called. No bullshit. Listen, he's my fifteenth round keeper in the falafel league. You you get you keep those words out of your goddamn mouth. <laughs> no. Um. All right. So we're gonna see the next question. Whip wants to know if you have security cameras at your house. Where are they located at? I I do not, sir. No, I do not own any security cameras. Um, I live in a decent neighborhood, so. <laughs> Never <be different. laughs> I have a. I only have one camera in my house. House, and it's in the guest bathroom. <laughs> oh, interesting. Sal, want to come over? Uh, if I have to pee, I'll just go in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also have a a camera in my house, but it's in the guest bedroom. Sal, want to come over? <laughs> Aren't you guys in the guest bedroom right now recording this? Yes. Why do you think there's a camera in here? You animal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whip wants to know if you're planning any trips soon. And I'm just going to throw this one in there as well. He wants to know if you have any dogs. Uh, I, I would, be, I would <laughs> yeah. be concerned at this point. <laughs> uh, hi, Whip. <laughs> yeah, I got I, I I have a dog. He's actually my profile pick right now on the fantasy life app. You'll see him if you go in there. And he was just scratching the door a minute ago. Yeah, he's not scaring anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a little guy. He's a, he's a little he's a he's a cavalier King Charles Spaniel, but he's awesome. That's my that's my buddy. His birthday's in two days. Sal, uh, happy birthday to my little puppy. Sal, does he like peanut butter? Uh, <laughs> fit. I'm gonna plead the fifth to go back to this question about trips. <laughs> And the, uh, the, so, okay. the the next question from Whip wants to know if he can have your address. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I think the battery's dying on my phone. And, and the, the follow-up question from Whip is he wants to know if you have any locations where you hide the key to the house. <laughs> Ooh, and right here, yeah, I, I keep it. Uh... Right here, I see where he's asked um, just recently on the Fantasy Life app. He says, how come you're wearing the red shirt while you're on the podcast? He likes when you're in the blue shirt. <laughs> Um, I, I'm wearing a red shirt too. That's kind of <laughs> gonna take. I'm gonna take a picture and post on the app. I'm wearing a red shirt. Uh, I told you, Whip knows all. He's calling from inside the house. <laughs> he wants to know why you haven't mowed the lawn recently. <laughs> oh, now I know I'm safe. I just mowed on Sunday. I'm good. You ruined it all, George. I, I, uh, listen, I had it. Leave it to me. I can ruin a wet dream. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up. Corey's last question, which we already touched on. He asked if you're Jetty's and or Ricky M's dad. We've already learned that he is both both their dads. Yeah. And the only reason I'm willing to admit it now is they are both over eighteen, and uh, they are not financially my responsibility any longer. So <laughs> that's the best part about kids being 18. You are, they are no longer your financial responsibility. Unless they go to college, watch that shit. 
my 18, my son's getting booted out the house. And you don't really have to worry <laughs> about him going to college. No, that's not true. He, he, he does pretty good in school. He'll he's, he'll go to college. He's your son. He'll end up in Iraq. This is true. This is true. He does want to join the military. See? He wants to join the Air Force. Well, I was going to say, unlike Jason, he doesn't have asthma. Unlike that's, Weezy. That's not true. He does have asthma. So he can't join? No, he can't. Poor guy. Just tell him to hide it. I'll teach him my secrets of hiding my, my <laughs> No. So we, we've discussed this. You are not allowed to talk or teach my son anything. We we had an episode where I did teach him something. No, he never heard the episode. I know. I deleted it, too. Good. You never had him on, George? No, he doesn't want. So the closest he's ever come to being on the podcast is uh, me, my wife, and a whole bunch of our family went down to West Palm Beach. I went over to uh, Neil, uh, also a prophet on the Fantasy Life app. I went over to his house and was a, a, a guest live in the studio for one of his podcast episodes and I brought my son along with me and he just sat there and stared at us for like an hour and a half hour 45 minutes however however long the show was not saying anything he didn't want to talk he didn't want to be on the show or nothing yes I remember I saw the picture of you two uh you two handsome gentlemen absolutely I'm a a beautiful person what fuck you both Fuck you both, okay? Can't even say on the inside. Uh no, I can't. I can't. Honestly, I can't. Well, that ends the questions and answers portion of our show. Uh, and looking back at the show notes, let's see what we are scheduled to do next. Oh, Jason, good God. Next. It says more BSing, Jason. I'll, I'll, I'll save you the trouble. Oh, more BSing. Sal, would you like to more BS with us? Uh, sure. Uh, we've only been on for an hour and 45 minutes. Let's go longer. <laughs> Listen, this is going to be... An, actually, we've been on for an hour and 54 minutes, sir. Remember your phone hung up and then you had to call back. And <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, you know, it's going to be a two-parter. So, they're going to get, you know, they'll they'll get both hours of you. Yeah, it, it seems like for... Oh, good. Yeah, it seems like the last couple shows we've done, every one of them has been uh, uh, at least two hours, which we try to keep it about an hour, 15, hour and 20 minutes, but then we get sidetracked and... We start talking about John Lynch, and next thing you know, we're running almost two hours. So we were told by Scott Fish, uh, you know Scott Fish is, George. Yes, I do. Uh, that 70 minutes is this big studies that after 70 minutes, people tune out. Well, that's why we'll, that's why we'll split this in half, and it will only be like 55 minutes or 60 minutes or something like that. Sweet, because I figured anything we said in the last half hour, nobody was ever going to hear. So that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Hey! I was going to say, is that why George got distracted towards the end of this? He fucking tuned out? I didn't tune out. I just missed one fucking question, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I hate you both. Fuck you, Corey. It's all your fault. All right, so... Corey, you suck. <laughs> Corey's such a good dude, too. <laughs> hey, Sal, uh, why don't you plug yourself? Uh, listen guys this this has this has definitely been a lot of fun if you're still listening then by all means check out the falafel house podcast check out falafelhouse.com uh check us out on twitter all our social media is falafel house i'm on twitter at lito sal l-e-t-o-s-a-l 
And uh, I interact with a great group of people on Twitter. We've we've met some really good people from from DLF and DFS and from TFA. These are all there's so many fantasy people out there, people out there on Twitter. But I've come across a good group of guys. So jump in our conversations, ask questions. I actually answer questions, and I'm smarter than Kevin. So uh, by all means, and if you want to follow Kevin at Wally Central and Steve at Fifty, both on the Fantasy Life app and on Twitter. And of course, I am Sal Thirty Three. So after that, I feel like we have to have Kevin on here to find out if uh, he thinks you're smarter than him as well. Uh, Kevin doesn't believe I'm smarter than him. No, but <laughs> I allow him to feel good about himself. All uh, right, Sal, dude, it was really awesome to have you on the show. I had heard that you were the funny, talented one, so uh, it was good to have you on. <laughs> and uh, for us, I'm at, on the Fancy Life app. I'm Doctor Mill. I'm at Geo. You can catch us on our website. Oh, hold on. Nope. You can catch Sal at Sal33. You just did that. I know, but I was plugging him again. Keep I like to plug Sal, okay? You're keep plugging him? I'm going to keep plugging Whoa. him. Keep plugging it away. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so you can catch Sal at Sal33 on the Fancy Life app. You can catch us on our website, www.bftgpodcast.com. You can get us on Twitter at bftgpod. You can catch us at Gmail. At bftgpodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher. You can catch us at Podbean. Go to iTunes for both us and the Falafel House. Hit the subscribe button. I can't say how much leaving a, a nice review means to both podcasts. And it, it's just very important to go on there and, and leave a quick little review. Hit five stars. It takes you less than a minute. And listen... If you only have enough room for one of the two podcasts, unfollow Falafel, follow us, and then switch back and forth. Um, <laughs> but since Sal's going to be our third member, and he's the talent on the show, you know, it'll be good. You'll get Sal and us. Sal's being awful quiet. Like, he doesn't want to be in We don't want it. We, we're just happy if you download. You don't even have to listen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, I don't even listen to this show. Jason sends it to me. He says, hey, listen to it. I give him about an hour, hour and 30 minutes. So, yeah, it sounded great. I don't fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you for taking a break for your daily grind.